As a free, not-for-profit service, Cradio requires the support of people like you to help keep us going in our mission. To donate, visit cradio.org.au slash donate. The importance of silence amidst the noise. An interview with Dr. Robert Tilly. So I'm joined again by Dr. Robert Tilly. Thank you for joining me. And thank you for having me. So I just wanted to ask you about, I mean, we're at the Australian Catholic Youth Festival, and one of the major themes here is joy, coming from, uh, from a quote from Pope Francis at World Youth Day over in Poland. Um, I just wanted to ask you about this concept of, of joy. I mean, it's, it's one of those words I've heard you speak before that, you know, it can sort of have all these, I guess, emotional connotations to it, but we can perhaps have a bit of a misunderstanding. We can see it at a very shallow level. Um, what exactly is joy and how can we attain it? It's interesting you put the question like that. I, I was just actually looking at Archbishop Coleridge speaking about this topic and one of the major points he was saying was, of course, a joy, proper joy, full joy, is not the same thing as fun or happiness or even yelling out loud. The issue then is what is joy? And I guess the paradox about joy is that you can be really, really sad and yet at the same time be joyful. And I think that that's what points us to the real sense of what joy is. In a way, joy can often be something supernatural. That is, it's something that actually is in the very depth of our being, but that in a way is like an intuition, I think, of God, of God himself. I suppose to expand upon that, I, in this world of fashion and consumerism, of course, we're pumped full of the idea that joy is having fun, smiley faces, all those kind of things. But in fact, when you think about it, real joy is a stability, a kind of beingness, a sense of a centeredness, something that is not easily swayed. And once you start to feel that, no matter what the circumstances are, you will actually feel something that can't really be put in words or explained by a logic of the world. It's always something more. It's something to do with God, really. Mm, mm. And what do you think, I guess, is... I mean, you've, you've obviously alluded to it there, that, that joy um, centrally has to do with God. How do we, in this world of consumerism, of a certain level of shallowness, be able to find and, and attain that joy? And I guess also keep it, keep it in our hearts, because I mean, I know that, that the saints have talked about, uh, have talked about this, um, this keeping our peace in our hearts, mm-hmm. even amongst the, the troubles of the world. One of the things I would suggest, and in a way this will be my talk this afternoon, and possibly it fits a little bit strangely with the circumstances we're in at the moment. Mm. I think that one of the ways is to actually turn off social media, turn off computers, turn off distractions, and simply try to sit still. Mm. Simply try to sit still, to be centered, and to try to focus perhaps on a biblical passage, a teaching of the church, I think that idea of being able to, first of all, withdraw from the world into silence, into a sense of stability and solidity, is very important. Then you grow, and I guess that's what the saints represent, is the maturity and ability enough to be able to 
carry around that stability even when they're not in silence, even when they're in the yelling and shouting and partying of the world. So I guess simply put, I think to most people, I guess I would recommend is, well, try to sit still with, and get rid of all distractions and try to contemplate upon a biblical verse or a teaching of the church. Mm. Something that I've noticed, because I have worked you know, with young people doing retreats and things like that, and when, when it comes to silence, there's not so much... I mean, there is to, to a certain extent, but, but the thing that I find most striking is not so much the opposition that they would have to silence, like, oh, I'm going to be bored or what have you, but there seems to be a genuine fear of silence I, I've found yeah. with young people you know we say to them oh you can't have your mobile yeah. phone there's actually a fear there um, which is quite unusual because you'd expect oh young people will just get bored but they're actually scared of silence yeah. why do you think that is? For a start I guess I should confess a little bit of conceited ignorance on my part some years ago when I first started to hear about cyber bullying I guess my response would be well just turn off your smartphone, turn off your computer. But there were certain experiences I had with younger people, well, people in their 20s, in fact, that made me realize that they have so introjected, so internalized the kind of social discourse that is on social media that to actually do that is incredibly difficult. And I think that difficulty explains something of the fear. I should stress that I think we find it in all people, a fear of what lies within us. Whereas when you're in public and you're engaged in a public discourse, it's very easy to be able to present yourself as an advertisement, a kind of Coca-Cola advertisement, mm. everything smiley. And we all know, though, when you're alone is when certain doubts can creep in. And yet it's those very doubts that can be the very way in which you can rediscover your soul. That in a way those doubts, those fears are your wounds and those wounds are actually the entrance to the depths of your soul. But to overcome that initial fear I think is very, very difficult. But nevertheless, I guess it can be done. Mm, and it's definitely life changing. I mean, I know that that that's been the same. That's been the same for me. It's something that that has changed my own life. Is is being able to you sort of just get caught up um, in this monotony, I guess you could say, and this constant trying to run away from. Um, I remember I commented to a friend many years ago before before I had my conversion of sorts. Um, she recommended, I think, that that I should pray, and I said oh, I couldn't. I couldn't pray because I don't want to be with myself. You know, and I yes. guess that, that reflects that, what, what yeah. you've just said there. Yeah. Uh -huh. Look, I think one of the primary problems, especially in this our hyper-modernity, our hyper-consumerism, is actually something that we see, in a way, in our Lord's discussion about the end of times. Now, I'm not saying this is the end of times, but there are, as it were, presages, pre-warnings, and Jesus speaks a lot about the pseudo. That's actually a term he uses in the Greek. Pseudo-Christ, pseudo-prophets, pseudo-miracles. And St. Paul takes it up as well. And, of course, the book of Revelation. 
But in a way, it goes so deep because what our culture now presents is a pseudo-self, the selfie, or you too can become your own brand. Consequently, everything has to be sheen and surface. But I would argue that that kind of presentation of the pseudo-self is something so detrimental to to our spiritual soul and indeed material being that to overcome it requires a lot of grace. And I think it requires the church to be a little bit more cognizant that this is a major, major problem. Consequently, if, if you are functioning with a pseudo sense of self, then of course you're going to be very fearful of going within or being critical because you're going to feel like your self is dissolving, that it's not real. But what you have to understand and what people have to understand is, no, that self you're experiencing is not real. It's pseudo. The real self, that self created in the image of God, is actually what our Lord, through his grace, is trying to bring you to. But it is, again, incredibly difficult. Yeah. Well, thank you so much for, for joining me, Dr. Tilly. And yeah, hopefully that, that brings you know, so, some light for, for young people or, or anyone really um, who's listening to this. And thank you for, for coming down. I mean, it's just you say that the noise and the craziness of here and, and, um, and for joining us for this interview. Well, look, look, and thank you very much. And just one last thing. If yeah. people really did want to pursue this, honestly, the treasures of the church, the writings of St. Teresa of Avia, St. John of God, and in fact, perhaps... Australia's next saint, Eileen O'Connor of Our Ladies, Nurses of the Poor, and a friend of mine who wrote a book on Eileen's O'Connor's spirituality, Here Begin the Work of Heaven, I think is really, really helpful. Anyway, and thank you for having me. Wonderful. Thank you so much. That was Dr. Robert Tilley with The Importance of Silence Amidst the Noise. For more talks, interviews, and shows, visit cradio.org.au.